0: welcome to the slow style home podcast i am so happy you're here if you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's you're in the right place and if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Welcome to the Style Matters Podcast. I'm Zandra, your host, and I am so glad you're here. If you're looking for ways to love your home, enhance its beauty, and above all, make it a place that both nurtures you and inspires you, then you're in the right place. On this show, I talk with the most thoughtful designers, stylists, and artists in the industry about why our environments have such a huge impact on our overall happiness, and whether or not we go through our days uplifted or dragged down. I pick their brains for how they do what they do and how we can apply it to our own homes. I believe everyone deserves to have beauty in their lives, and if it's lacking in yours or if you just can't get enough of gorgeous interiors, this show is for you. I'm so glad you found us. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a brand new masterclass I've created called the number one reason your home doesn't look and feel the way you want it to, and how to fix it. In it, I'll talk about a different way of approaching your next project, whether it's big or small, using my slow style framework as our guide. You'll come away knowing all of the steps and skills you need to make sure you're happy with your results and that you're spending your money much more wisely, or even not spending at all and the confidence to really lean into a style that truly represents who you are without worrying that you'll regret your choices. The best news, it's free. Go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on Masterclass at the top to sign up. This is a live workshop on Zoom, and I'm offering it four different times, all within the week of November 14th. So I will be staying on for Q&A to answer any and all of your questions, but you do have to sign up. Again, go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on Masterclass at the top of the homepage, and then you can pick the time that's right for you. I really hope to see you there. Okay, on to today's episode. My guest is author Hilary Robertson, talking with us about her newest book, Nomad at Home, Designing the Home More Traveled. Hilary is not only a much sought after stylist for numerous brands, she is an addict when it comes to travel. She soaks up the materials, the emotions, the colors, the patterns of each new place she visits or moves to. And moving in for extended stays is the only way to really get the design juices flowing in her mind. What you'll see throughout this book are photos of homes where the line between the culture of a city or neighborhood and the interiors of private spaces is blurred to the point where you feel like the rooms of these design-obsessed owners have always been there, existing as a repository of memories over many, many years. The book is gorgeous, and Hilary is lovely. Here she is, Hilary Robertson. Welcome to the Style Matters podcast. Thank
1: you, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, it's a beautiful book. You are an immersive traveler, is is how I would describe you. And and I I think the book is for immersive. Travelers, for example, you really had me laughing in the intro when you're describing (laughs) the lure of moving to a new country, right? And you and we all do this. We get this image in our minds, and and you know, you write about how you've already picked out your market basket and the dress you're going to wear, and the you know, we're going to go shopping, yeah. And 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 we all do that. And I just I just think it's it's so true. So, what is it about traveling? that creates these scenarios in our minds. And do you think we're all just longing for escape? Well, or do think you think it's more about becoming someone new?
1: I well, I think it could be a bit of both. It really I think it probably depends on your personality. I know I mean I've got friends who only want to go for a week or 10 days and I'm like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's just not enough." I right, right. <laughs> I mean, I I want I, I there really is nowhere that I go that I don't I mean, I'm sure there's been a couple of places that I probably haven't liked, but I'm always picking up the the property magazine or looking in the real estate window or whatever. I can't help myself. Um, Right. My husband's the same, luckily. So...
0: digging a little deeper into that question of yeah. becoming someone new I mean wh- what do you think for our own personal development that we get out of traveling and how does that then kind of relate to what we bring home with us well for me
1: I, I really like to speak languages growing up in Europe it's just easier you know to, to be somewhere different within an hour and a half or two hours or right. whatever. so you know I grew up in the south of England so going to France is easy peasy you know the Mm -hmm. the channel's only 20 miles across so (laughs) that just felt very normal for me and my parents were both both academics so we had long holidays so we would travel was important to us as a family so yeah I mean I think it was just like early training in a way (laughs) so that was how we lived and I remember My father always, as soon as he arrived in France and had his first glass of red wine and pate and, you know, baguette, he was like a happy man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He'd become French over, you know, over the course of 15 minutes. Yes. We liked
1: ourselves better when we traveled, maybe. I mean, that Mm. is also about not having the pressure of your normal life and whatever. I think it's also, you know, we... We can sometimes you can extend the fantasy and it's doable. Sometimes it really isn't doable, you know. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you're a design person, I think you can't help wanting to like soak up all the different things that you see in different in, in other countries. And for me, that's really exciting because I'm sort of fairly insatiable when it comes to style, you know, looking at, at having new new things to see. So yeah Right.
0: And and I mean that really is to me that is who this book is for it's for people who when they travel they are really paying attention to the colors the patterns the textures the materials that they're coming across the furniture the even like you know what's on the walls how the walls are made and really soaking that up and and that's what your book illustrates so beautifully i want to Talk about materiality with you. Speaking mm-hmm. about those on the walls, yes. So, sure, sort yeah. of near the beginning of the book, you give us this primer on different types of surfaces, which I thought mm-hmm. was really, really helpful, broadening our thinking about the options for our walls and and our counters and our floors. And and I think that we don't have a lot of, you know, in America, it's it's mostly drywall, or it's yeah. if it's an old home, it might be plaster. Yeah, um, if you're lucky. If you're yeah. lucky. Or, or, there may,
1: or there may be some wood paneling occasionally. True, true. and yeah. In Europe, you know, I'm used to that, that there being a lot more texture but i think there is this ways of achieving it and that's what i was trying to point out that the kind of finish of paint that you choose or using a lime paint or using the roman clay which is like a a, you know troweled on surface which you which you can put over drywall i mean it it, there are choices it's not Mm. you know it's not as if we're stuck with drywall if you have drywall you can you can do something to that so yeah, I think
0: that's what was so great was that it was sort of, you really were encouraging us and giving us the inspiration to try out some of these other techniques. And of course, you can hire someone to do it if you're not comfortable doing it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But but what do you think that those kinds of walls do for a space? I mean, what does it really matter? I guess what difference? Does- I,
1: I mean, I, I talk about this a lot as I'm always encouraging people to think about the the envelope of the room that they live in and think about the simplest things the wall and the floor and the ceiling and the base all all those things are going to contribute more than you imagine to the atmosphere because really it's about the way the light is in a room I mean you know you can also do a lot by choosing good lighting but obviously we'd like to you know, have daylight, and the way that the daylight hits a lime paint wall or a, a plastered wall is just so much more poetic and romantic than, yes. than, than than light hitting the drywall. I mean, you know, it's not it's it's not the end of the world, of course, but for me, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. That's the kind of detail that makes me happy but it's really fundamental I think if you get the envelope of the room right then you can be very simple with everything else in it
0: yes oh it it, and the light is captured so beautifully in these photographs and they definitely remind me of my time both in Italy but also in the southwest where I was most recently Oh yeah. The Adobe walls, they have that texture oh, to gorgeous. them as well. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, Adobe's stunning. These are completely modern and eco and better for the planet. There's there's so many arguments for using these these kinds of paint.
0: That's a really good point. I'm glad you you mentioned that as well. I want to talk a little bit about hotels. You know, yeah. you, this book is a lot about, like you said, living in places and really setting up a home in places. But but there's also something to be said for paying attention to the details that we see when we're staying at a fabulous hotel. Um, can you give us some examples of what you pay attention to when you're in a hotel? And also in the book, you talk about sometimes staying at a hotel's illuminates what's missing in our own homes,
1: Oh, definitely. I think you yeah. can learn a lot about comfort. I'm always, you know, looking under the sheet to see what the mattress is or <laughs> or taking the pillowcase off because I want to know why that pillow was so good. Or right. you know, I'm I'm a very obsessive sort of bed person. So <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I love to know that stuff. And but also simple things like, oh yes, there's a really good reading that's just you know, in the right place, and there's one for me, and then one for my husband, and you know, just simple stuff, which, yes. which I think just will make your your experience better. Often, when I'm choosing a hotel, I'm choosing probably somewhere on the smaller side, maybe family-run, with you know, vernacular architecture. And there's a hotel in Puglia that I love called Masseria Potenti, where I did a shot a big campaign for Sombrella. just as a family-run hotel in a they care enormously about your experience it's very warm and attentive without you know being interfering but just getting to be in this astonishing space is transformative you know it's a privilege to be in a beautiful space like that yes and eating food that they've grown and wine that they Make and all that stuff. You really feel the difference, I think. Yes. And, and a lot of the touches in the rooms are very simple. It's about the fabrics that they use and the way they've used them, um, the local antiques from, you know, pro- probably not from anywhere very fancy, but you can achieve that feeling. I think the architecture is doing a lot, but that's why I'm encouraging people to really think about texture and materials because you can bring that home with you. You can do that at home.
0: And I think you're talking about quality and it's not about being overly decorated or even fantastic, you know, over the top with luxury, but really, really good bed linens. They they go a long way to making your experience.
1: Definitely. Wonderful. I really love a high, low home where you find your balance between the luxury things that you want to save up for, and then the, the humbler things that are beautiful and work in the mix. You know, I, I don't need a huge budget. I like parameters. Parameters
0: I mean, help. Yeah. They really do. They, they they help you be more creative, I think.
1: Definitely. Absolutely.
0: Well, let's talk about some of these specific rooms. You feature a few homes that are in Morocco which is so full of, I mean, talk about color and and depth and pattern and sort of just a riot of, of, for your senses. There's a home that it's, it's got these deep, rich colors all over the place, but then there's at least one other home that's in Morocco. That's all very neutral. So tell us, tell us about that contrast and what you think that does for people's experience.
1: Emery who has the house that's all in shades of green and blue and her house in belgium is the same okay she she makes tile and paint and furniture she's been doing this for many decades her house is like an incredible fantasy and yes very clever she really dives into this whole color palette but that's the color palette she uses everywhere so that's exciting in many ways but then you know then there's there's Riyadh 42 which is very paired back and minimal and really just about the Riyadh architecture and it's very just you know they're, they're very good at the essentials and not having any extras you know mm-hmm. but it's it's beautifully beautifully done and then, then in the middle there's Darkawa which is sort of monochrome but Where Valerie Barkovsky, she's a textile designer and it is minimal in the color palette, so it's a little different.
0: And some people seem to want that pared down, very calm, open, breathing space, maybe because the medinas and the streets and everything are so bustling and they want, they want a little oasis, but else just might absolutely embrace those colors and bring them all in. And, and I I really like that contrast. So So, let's talk a little bit about where you live. Your beautiful home, your country home is featured in the book. And what I loved was this rich assortment of texture it it just it was very warm it's a neutral color palette in my mind but it was the texture a little bit
1: of blue there's a little blue and a little kind of rough indigo a little bit dusty pink but but very much yeah it is very neutral but but that has yeah it is all about texture i mean the schoolhouse is made of chestnuts the walls are chestnut the floors chestnut and then it was extended. So the extension is white, painted wood. This whole house has amazing light. It's really, oh. really just has the most magical light. And that's really often what will make the difference for me about a space that I love is is when when a space has magical light, then I'm I'm in, you know.
0: Do you do you try so, to see a space different times of day before you buy yeah, it? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> okay. I have to ask. Top five must-visit places for the design-led traveler, which is kind of how you describe yourself.
1: Yeah, I would say Copenhagen. Um, mm. You know, I mean, or Copenhagen or Stockholm or both. I think London's pretty great for design, mm-hmm. especially I like to go in the fall when they have the design shows, yeah. which sort of travel from one city to another. I I, I would highly recommend that if, if that's what you like. Yes. Paris is amazing. I love to go to Paris. Milan is incredible. Just soak up the stuff outside and and your head will be exploding.
0: From your perspective, you've traveled the world. You've lived many places. You've seen so much. Why does style matter?
1: It sort of makes every day more beautiful. And, you know, it's really up to you what style means means to you it's an individual thing for me beauty just makes life better you know everything from the light to gatherings and branches it doesn't have to be you can't always have the perfect space or who wants perfect anyway who wants um, perfect right style is just how you live your life you know the choices you make in your day I think Mm
0: -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. thank you so much it's been really fun talking with you
1: yeah lovely thank you so much
0: Okay, I hope that was helpful and inspiring. Don't forget to sign up for the upcoming free masterclass. You have four times to choose from on November 15, 16, and 17. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on Masterclass at the top to sign up. And also at littleyellowcouch.com, you'll find the show notes for all of our episodes where you'll find photos and links and my own thoughts on what we're talking about here on Style Matters. Have a great week. Bye for now.